welcome to the Empower Her Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aoife, and this is episode nine. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how fat loss works, how your body uses fat or energy from food as fuel, and why there is no such thing as the fat burning zone when it comes to exercising for fat loss. Now, before we get stuck into today's episode, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who is listening to the podcast every week. If you're new here, welcome. Don't forget to hit subscribe because every week you'll be hearing from me on a Tuesday and a Thursday where you'll not only learn more about nutrition and training, but you'll also get quick, easy steps that you can implement every single week on your health and fitness journey. Now, if you are enjoying the podcast, as always, please feel free to share it on your Instagram stories. I love it when you guys do. Make sure you tag either myself, which is at Actively Aoife, or tag the podcast at empowerher.fitness. And don't forget to tell your friends and family about it if you are enjoying it as well. Finally, if you want to know more about working with me as a coach or my coaching programs, you can visit my website, which is www.empowerher.fitness. Now, enough of that chit chat. Let's get into today's topic. We're going to firstly talk about how the body uses energy from food because over the last few episodes you've learned about calories, you've learned about macros. We're going to bring it all together now so you can understand how energy is used in the body and then how we actually use fat as fuel as well because that is how fat loss actually works. So if we look back to episode seven, that's when we learned all about the macros. If you haven't listened to episode seven, press stop right now and go back and listen to it because that is going to give you the foundation for this episode. We learned about the four macronutrients and those are protein, fats, carbohydrates and alcohol. Out of those four macros, only two of these can be used efficiently by the body as fuel. Can you guess which two? Well, if all three nutrients are abundant in the diet, carbohydrates and fats will be used primarily for energy, while proteins then provide the raw materials needed to make muscles, tendons, organs and skin. The first port of call for the body when it needs energy is to break down stored carbohydrates or glycogen into simple glucose molecules. Carbohydrates can only be stored in limited quantities by the body. That's to say that we can only store one to two days worth of carbohydrates in the body. And so the body is quite eager to use them for energy right away. When carbs are digested, they're turned into glucose, which our body's cells absorb. Once the cells have filled up with glucose, then the liver and muscles will store some of the excess for distribution between meals if our blood glucose levels were to drop. And then if there's leftover glucose beyond what the liver and muscles can hold, it can be turned into fat for long-term storage so none is wasted. Then when carbohydrates are scarce and we've used them all up or we're not taking in a lot of carbohydrates, the body will run mainly on fats. However, this is a less efficient process because the body has to break down fats from food firstly into fatty acids and then turn them into glucose to be used as energy. Fatty acids that aren't needed right away and are consumed in excess, so if we take in extra fats in our diet and we go over our calories basically, uh, those fats are packaged in bundles called triglycerides and they're stored in fat cells. And that is basically how fat is stored. It's stored when we take in extra nutrients that our body doesn't need. So taking in extra energy and extra calories that our body is not utilizing there and then, the body has to store it somewhere. So that's when it is stored as fat. This stored fat is held in adipose tissue in the body and that's mostly under the skin, which is called subcutaneous fat 
or in the abdominal cavity around your organs deep inside your body. This is around the liver, intestines and so on. And that is where we store belly fat basically, which is visceral fat. And then there's also a small amount of fat stored in our muscles and this is intramuscular fat. And as you know from episode five, body fat is our body's stored fuel. And that brings us up to how fat loss actually works. Basically, if we're not getting enough energy from the calories in our diet, we need to get energy from elsewhere in order for our body to continue to function and for us to continue to stay alive, basically. And that is found in the body's internal energy stores, which is our fat cells. So when the time comes for them to be used and you're eating less food than your body needs, you're in a deficit for a prolonged period, the body will then break down fats inside your fat cells into fatty acids and glycerol. This is then used as energy and as a result, the fat cells will get smaller. It's really important to actually note that fat cells, once they're formed, never actually disappear. They just decrease in size. And there's been a few studies done on this to show that that's a reason why people who yo-yo a lot and will gain and lose weight quite frequently, they have more fat cells. So they find it a little bit more difficult to maintain fat loss as a result. But that's a story for another day. We can talk about that in another episode. And basically the bottom line for all of that is your weight is determined by the rate at which you store energy from the food you eat and then the rate at which you use that energy up. Now on the note of using energy up, you may be thinking, what can I do to expedite the process? What sort of exercise is going to be best for using fat? And unfortunately, there isn't such a thing because it really comes down to energy balance. But I want to talk firstly about the fat burning zone and why people are often misled by this phrase and this myth. You've probably heard the phrase or you've heard somebody say at some point in time, you have to train in the fat burning zone if you want to lose weight. Yeah, I think we've all heard that one. But have you ever stopped to ask what exactly it means? We're going to take a look at that and I'm going to explain why it isn't a thing basically. Uh, Fat burning is a process where free fatty acids are used for fuel as opposed to glucose. We've gone through all of that in the earlier part of today's episode, so hopefully that all made sense to you. During times of very low intensity training, the preferred fuel is actually fat. At rest, fat constitutes as much as 85% of the calories burned. That moves to about 70% at an easy walking pace. This doesn't mean that fat is the only source of fuel used. It just means that there's a larger contribution of energy from fat than there is from glucose. There's never a time where there's a shift from one source of fuel to the other. The two are always contributing to the energy production pathways. At times, one may be favored and may be dominant, but the two are always being used. And that's the really important point here. The other fact of the matter is fat burning has nothing to do with fat loss. Fat is the preferred fuel for low intensity activity and low intensity activity can be anything from watching TV, sitting behind a desk or even sleeping. We're burning fat all of the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Does that mean we're disappearing and shrinking away to nothing? No, absolutely not. For there to effectively be a loss of body fat, a negative energy balance must be maintained for longer periods of time. That means weeks, months, or maybe even longer than that for some cases, not just minutes and hours. And if you think about it, how long are you spending exercising each day? 
it's probably a matter of minutes up to an hour. The vast majority of us will work out for about an hour and will probably be sitting for the rest of the day. That's 23 hours of little to no activity. If the fat burning zone was a thing, those 23 hours would be burning fuel and wasting away. So don't believe it. And I'm going to go a little further into it now. Our workouts basically contribute less than 10% of our total caloric output. We talked about that and we talked about how calories are used back in episode seven, I think. So let's play devil's advocate on this one and just do the math on what would happen if you were exercising at a low intensity rate and burning fat. If you're exercising at a heart rate of about 120 beats per minute, you'll burn about eight calories per minute. Because of the low intensity, 80% of that will be coming from fat. So that works out to be about 6.5 calories. Now, if you're exercising at a higher intensity of about 160 beats per minute, you'll burn about 18 calories a minute. Let's say your body uses a mix of fat and carbs for energy at this intensity level. Then this works out at nine calories from fat for every minute. So as you can clearly see, you're burning more energy from fat when you're training at a higher intensity because your overall energy needs are higher. So in that case, it kind of highlights to you that the fat burning zone isn't really burning all that much fat to begin with anyway. Finally, it's important to note that just because you burn more fat during the actual exercise does not mean that you will actually lose more body fat. If that was the case, you would have lost all the weight you wanted by now. The most important thing that you need to remember when it comes to fat loss is that energy balance is vital. So that means that you need to have less energy coming in than the energy going out so that your body needs to turn to its internal fat stores in order to use those for energy and lose fat. And that's where diet comes in. And honestly, that is the number one most important thing when it comes to fat loss. And that's the reason why I spend the first two weeks working with any client purely on nutrition. We don't even look at exercise and they will all lose weight in that time because nutrition is number one and creating an energy balance or creating an energy deficit to lose fat, but having an energy balance to maintain weight is vital. And then obviously when we want to lose weight, we need to make sure that we are in a deficit. So we're eating less food than our body needs on a daily basis. And that is the bottom line. So you have to make a conscious effort to know how many calories you eat every day. If you're working your butt off and training really hard and you can't lose any weight, then unfortunately you are most likely eating too much. And that can even happen unknowns to yourself as well. You may be tracking your food, but tracking it incorrectly. You may think that you're eating a lot less than what you actually are because you're not adding in all the little snacks and so on throughout the day. And that's something I'm going to talk about in a later episode about how underreporting or not knowing how much food you're eating causes you to think you're in a deficit when in fact you may be at maintenance or in a surplus. It all comes down to energy balance. It is so, so important. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. I hope everything that I have said there made sense. You will be able to find the show notes for this episode in the links below. So if you want to read over it, I think reading these things sometimes can help to clarify it a little further rather than hearing it explained. Uh, Feel free to have a jump on the website and read through that. And as always, if you want to find out anything more about working with me or my programs, you can visit my website, empowerher.fitness. And I look forward to speaking to you guys in next week's episode. (laughs) 